welcome my companions so here we are uh, i'm going to talk about nihilism and uh briefly uh i know my attempts at brevity aren't always so successful but i'm going to give myself seven minutes picking a random number um and uh to say what i've got to say so Basically, um, nihilism is the belief that nothing matters. There is no meaning in life. Um, uh, and so you know, there's no good and bad or right and wrong. Um, and uh, so here's the thing. Uh, so first up, I think uh, why I think nihilism, although it makes sense on superficially, it doesn't actually make sense if you think about it, you know, uh, a bit deeper. Um So I'm going to first up use a, a very good point Jordan Peterson made, the you know, psychiatrist, um, that, uh, you know, even everyone, even people who say, you know, everything's meaningless and that, you know, which is a nihilistic position, uh, they don't act like their own pain is meaningless. Uh, everyone takes their own pain seriously. You know, like you can take some extreme nihilist and you steal something from them and then they'll be like, hey, that. That's not fair. What are you doing? I thought you're a nihilist. Like, but but that's not fair. You know, there's some like like what's deeper, what you say or what you do, right? What you do is deeper. And so the way you behave, that should because a lot of things we behave are below the conscious level, the subconscious or embodied. And um, so what we really believe deep down, you know, uh like is someone confident if subconsciously they're anxious? No, that you know they could look confident, but they're not really confident. It's like you know at the depths, like what do you really think? You know, if you kind of and not what you're covering up over the top. So, um, uh, you know, they could say, oh, "I don't believe," you know, everything's meaningless. There's no such thing as right and wrong, but then they don't act that way in their own experience, and so you would have to conclude they actually, um, deep down, they do believe there is right and wrong, um, and so. even if their definition of right and wrong is just what is right, what is, helps me and what doesn't help me, you know? And uh, then you could work upon expanding that to be like, oh, well, other people, you know, maybe who are nihilists like you, they're in the same situation. And even other people in general, you know, everyone is in the same situation. And so um, why is it, you could ask yourself, why is it that they are different to you? Because you could have been born someone else in theory, Right. So why are you putting this person, if you looked at it objectively, why are you putting this person called yourself ahead of the others? Is there a reason or is it just because you happen to be that person? Because that doesn't seem very logical. Um, or are you not interested in logic and reality? But I thought that's what you're saying. You're turning the whole intuitive, you know, foundation of life. Yeah, it matters. There's right and wrong, you know. You're turning that up because you think you know better. Isn't that out of apparently you're the logical one? So, you know. If you're being logical, you'd have to say, oh, okay, if I act like my own pain matters, um, and therefore I believe in the bad, what hurts me, and therefore the good, an important point to finish Jordan Peterson's thing, which I forgot to say, is then the, that creates, if you believe in the bad, you believe in the good, because it's a polarity. Um, your version of the good is just what minimizes your own pain. Um, and the bad is you know maximizing your own pain. Um, and so... You could say, you know, the meaning of life for you can just be trying to make life less like hell. And maybe even eventually you might start thinking of heaven. 
um, in the terms of, you know, good and bad here, not talking about an afterlife. Um, but uh, yeah, and then you might start to think, wait a minute, why doesn't this apply to everyone? Um, yeah, so, but that's it. That's the first point. Everyone acts as if our pain matters. Um, and uh, so, um, yeah, all right. Secondly, then um, I think uh, nihilism, uh, you know, is very destructive for us. Like uh, people lose ambition to, you know, kind of create a life or experience things that are, seems meaningless. They get disconnected from other people. They're more willing to hurt other people or to not help them because it, like, it seems like it doesn't matter. Um, and uh, people abusing positions of authority because they think, hey, this is all an illusion anyway. This doesn't even matter. Like, you know, at the end of the day, this is all going to get melted into the sun and this is all an accident anyway. There's no such thing as God. That's just, you know, antiquated superstition. Um, and so people can, you know, get away with terrible things. And then that causes a, a negative, you know, like a spiral, like, a, you know, a feedback loop of uh, increasing negativity because you're doing bad things, which hurts you and hurt others. And then you get the bad karma from that because you're connected to everyone. You're inevitable. What goes around, comes around. You're going to start feeling it, even if not by being punished by some cosmic law, just by like, yeah, if you treat people around you badly, they're not going to be happy around you. And then you're going to feel bad because there's all these people around you who don't feel good. Um, so... Yeah, uh, so it, nihilism causes these problems, uh, disconnection from other people, uh, more willingness or um, capacity for evil or, you know, hurting people, um, <clears throat> uh, less ambition to create, you know, a beautiful life. Um, and uh, yeah, kind of uh, often now on the, on the plus side, what does it bring? Well, temporarily it can kind of shield you from negative emotion because you say, oh, none of this matters. Oh, you know, I want to, I'm in love with this girl and she doesn't like me. Well, uh, that hurts. Uh, uh, I don't want to deal with this emotion. Oh, this is an illusion. This isn't real. Ha ha. Good. I win. I'm so smart. You know? Um, and, uh, so, and that might work temporarily, but, um, long-term it doesn't work because you can't deep down, you don't believe it, you know? Um, and so you, every now and then it'll pop into your mind with a, a ferocity of like, Oh, that thing I've been pushing away. Ah, no, no, no. I, I convinced myself it's not real. Oh, but what do I really think? Am I lying to myself? Mm. You know, so it's like someone who doesn't pay their bills, you know, it comes back with a vengeance. Um, and uh, then also not just that, but even in the short term, uh, you cut to you shield, cut yourself off from negative emotion. You're also cutting yourself off from positive emotion because you think, well, I could hang out with my friends, but what does it really matter? You know, love is an illusion. It's just a chemical in the head. You know, none of it's real. So even your ability to connect with people and enjoy the good things, um, you know, or even if you're a nihilistic, people will probably notice and they won't really want to be around you because that's, you're unlikely to be a very fun person to play with, so to speak, you know, um, cooperation and, you know, kind of, uh, uh, I don't know, like uh, vitality, you know, the, the joie de vivre, right? The joy of life. Um that's kind of attractive. So yeah. All right. So nihilism, A, people don't really, even people who profess to believe it, don't act as if they believe it. Um, B, um, it's not good for you. So like, why are you doing this? It's not good for you. Now, things can be not good for us. Um, well, they might feel uncomfortable, but nonetheless, they're true. Like someone might be like, oh, you know, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a Leninist communist, you know, I, I believe in overthrowing society and creating this 
dictatorship of, you know, for everyone's own good. And you might be exposed to arguments that shows that that doesn't make much sense. And um, that might make you uncomfortable. But the fact that you're uncomfortable doesn't mean it's not true. So nihilism in theory could be true and still, um, you know, the illusion that, you know, of meaning would be healthy for creatures. That's in theory possible. Um, but it's just given that, you know, the first thing of like, well, we don't even act like it's like it's true. You know, it's a very intuitively things matter, right? That's natural to think that children th think that, you know, we grow up thinking that. And then eventually some of us get to a point where they're like, oh, I think logically this is a Ola charade, you know, it doesn't make sense. But even those people, they never stopped acting like their pain that matters and that, or therefore that their minimization of pain matters, like that the good matters to them. Um, and so in light of that, it's very strange that people, it's almost like a self-flagellation thing, uh, you know, um, self-destructive uh, masochism thing, like enjoying pain, like to inflict yourself, inflict that on you, you know, to cut yourself off from meaning. Or maybe something in your head, maybe the psychic parasite known as the ego, uh, or you know, the, as um, what's his name, Don um, uh, Miguel Ruiz from the, the Four Agreements, what he calls the parasite, what Eckhart Tolle from The Power of Now would call the ego or the unobserved mind. Many names for it, but um, basically, you know, there's part something in your head that likes suffering. It, it you know, it wants the think, the mind, the thinker, you know. And so you could say maybe uh, some of these people, it's their, their mind, you know, whether by a snowball effect of automatic processes or by conscious, like a conscious entity that's in your head. I don't know. It looks conscious a lot of the time, but I'm not sure if it really is. Um, that it, it kind of hijacks the controls uh, and steers you in these self-destructive ways because the energy of, you know, reptilian emotion, you know, uh, fight, flight, freeze, you know, like um, uh, anger, uh, fear, sadness, these kind of things. Um, that's what it, that's its bread and butter. And if we become all too peaceful, then suddenly, oh, thinking stops, the gravy train's over, you know. So anyway, that's a slightly deeper point. But um, so, but yeah, so what, if there seems like it doesn't quite make sense, then why are we why would people do this it's kind of strange it's not it's not like it's helping them or others you know and another thing is the, the greatest crimes through history um well you know a lot of crimes have been done by people who are very ideologically believed in um devoted to one narrow definition of the good and then people who have a different definition of the good they kind of you know want to murder them and genocide them or imprison them or control them propagandize them um but probably like say communism, like, you know, in say the Soviet Union and in communist China, um, you know, under Mao, I think 60 million people were killed That's or died uh, as a result of his actions uh, in the communist state, you know. Um, that's the estimate. I think it might be, yeah, something like that. Um, and then Soviet Union under Stalin, I think 30 million. Um, and a lot of that very calculated and, you know, just like, well, this is in the interests of, you know, uh our government so okay but um you they they were atheists that you know their, their religion was the state you know so you'd wonder like it seems like maybe they got you could make the argument at least that they got too cut off from meaning like their idea of like oh yeah their ideology and you know dictatorship of the proletariat and you know da, 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 that that maybe was a 
up in the head, but maybe not down in the heart. Maybe that wasn't really believed too too deeply, um, or at least not by many. And um, and so it, perhaps it was that disconnection from the, a devotion to good and bad in the world, like or having a, a, a too narrowly defined version of it. But anyway, which caused a lot of atrocities. So then finally, and uh, this kind of building up to, this is kind of the, the kicker, I think is um, it's an assumption, you know, nihilism, there's not enough evidence to uh, suggest that like, oh yeah, everything's meaningless. Far from it. You can't even, there's not even enough evidence to prove that God doesn't exist. Like atheists, it's just another religion. The religious impulse is attaching to the idea of, oh, definitely there is no creator. And it's like, but okay, have you died and come back to tell us, you know, maybe someone dies in the operating table and come back, but like, look, okay, that's not the same. You didn't die proper, you know, <laughs> like you came back. Yeah. So that's not necessarily going to be the same process, is it, as completely disappearing from your body. So none of us, if we're alive, that means, okay, we, in, in this lifetime, this lifetime hasn't ended for us, right? So, um, you know, and I'm presuming someone who says, you know, uh, everything's meaningless or there's no... Uh, or there's no God or anything. They don't believe in reincarnation, I'm assuming. So, um, you know, like no one's died. Okay, let's say. And so how do you know there's, that there's no, maybe you die and then there's like, oh, a bunch of orbs come. Hey, how's it going? It's been about what? 3,000 years, 4,000 years. Oh, hey, Glick McLon. That's right. Oh my God, my memory's so good. I remember everything suddenly. We, uh, yeah, 3,000 years ago, we played Squandong in the Iligoksh teams of planet Hyalericlon. Wow, what a blast. Um, you know, God only knows. But uh or maybe it's like, you know, just you go like a Christian heaven or something. Who whatever. Who knows? Um but uh it's like 50-50, you know, you die and then there's nothing, or you die and then there's something. We don't have evidence. So it's 50-50, right? And you now the atheist would be like, no, that's ridiculous. But then, you know, the religious person goes, no, that's ridiculous. So, you know, both of them don't don't have evidence. They're just, it's their faith, you know. Agnostics, you know, they're like, oh, well, I don't, you know, I don't know. What does an ant know about humans? What do we know about the universe? Okay, I guess it's possible. I don't know. And then I would say, actually, you could make the argument, you know, you can directly experience this through awakening, through like meditation or just being in the moment properly or maybe psychedelic uh, compounds. You can uh, come in contact with uh, the this. Someone said the sober certainty of waking bliss, like you just know. Oh, wow! We are the universe, and therefore we have nowhere to go, and we have come from nowhere. We are the eternal, um, and uh, you know we don't understand it fully right now because we're in the human body, but we are like the tree that is experiencing itself as the little twig on the end of the branch. Um, and that's it. So, you know, nihilism, so that's talking about God there, but like, you know, it's kind of a connected argument, but then, um, nihilism say, saying, oh, there's no such thing as good and bad or meaning. Well, prove it. Okay. Where's your evidence? Oh, well, you know, the earth is going to get swallowed by the sun eventually. And, you know, um, everything's just genetics and it gets randomly programmed. We can see the sperm and the egg meat, and then it turns into this and, the whole thing is just, you know, conservation of energy, things just flowing on one thing to the next. Um, and so, okay, well, that's your story. But there's many other stories which make at least as much 
cohesive sense of the evidence. For example, okay, exact same thing as you, but let's say the Big Bang didn't happen out of nowhere on a Tuesday for no reason, setting off all the chains of breaking the laws of conservation of energy and momentum, by the way, um, and uh, you know, uh, getting a whole energy of universe out of nowhere um, at a certain point, 14 billion years ago, not 20 billion years ago. Why? Oh, I don't know. It just felt like it. What did? When did it happen? And what is the universe expanding into? What is this space that's apparently expanding to? There's all these things that don't quite make sense. Uh, and so you have to go like, okay, what if, you know, life is eternal, the universe is conscious and it's experiencing itself. Um, and we are the universe. We're not in the universe. We are the universe. We're experiencing ourselves. Uh, this is definitely more than seven minutes, but um, <laughs> uh, we're experiencing ourselves, uh, you know, through human individual human lives. Um, and you could say, yeah, you know, when the sperm and the egg meet and all that, maybe a soul on, in some mechanism, but we, which we can't identify yet, we can't measure it, um, is coming in and in incarnating into the body. Um, and, you know, people could say like 500 years ago, oh, I believe there's a, a thing called radio waves all around us. They go through our bodies, they're everywhere. And if you wanted, we would be able to talk to each other through them. They'd be like, yeah, you're insane. Where's your evidence? Like, well, I, we just can't measure it yet. We don't have the technology to measure it yet. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, likely story. Well, actually, in hindsight, we know they would be correct. Like, yeah, the, you were right. You can, you can do that. You just didn't have the technology to measure it or utilize that yet. So how do we know there aren't other mechanisms which we are just oblivious to, which are complete, you know, in the you know, visible light is like a, a tiny fraction of the electromagnetic spectrum. And you know, our best attempts at, you know, mapping the universe through mathematics and physics tell us that there are countless, you know, or many uh, dimensions, not just the ones we see. And so, uh, you know, like it definitely seems possible that there are things that we are not aware of or someone called the fart principle. If we didn't have a nose, people could be farting and you'd have no idea. And there would, we would just, it wouldn't be part of our world. We'd have no idea. But then because we have that sense, we're aware of these this input, but unfortunately, uh, um, or fortunately for some freaks, you know, um, but, uh, so what else, if, you know, what other senses are we missing and therefore streams of sensory input, which we are just oblivious to. Um, so when you think about, you know, the case for nihilism, it's like, well, yeah, maybe the sun swallows the earth, but you know, it's all recorded in the Akashic records and other planets and stars are being born. And, you know, there's a constant cycle of birth and rebirth. And we're all the one consciousness eternally exploring and experiencing in love. Um, you know, you, there's not enough evidence to, to, for either one to say, oh, we're certain. Or maybe there is, like, if you wake up enough through your personal consciousness, you could probably, I think, get some certainty on the second one. But at for most people, or say me right now where I am, and you know, like, oh, okay, both of them, more or less, you could say, have you know, equal evidence. And so why are we leaning towards nihilism, you know? And a lot of people would say, they would say, oh, yeah, no, I, yeah, I believe in good and bad. Yeah, I'm not a nihilist, no. But, oh, yeah, so do you believe love is just a chemical in your head? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like just, you know, mammal behavior, right? Like um, the group to stay in the group, that's evolution, right? And, but yeah, no, there's no, like, you know, love's not like a real energy or something. It's just humans believe it, you know? If humans weren't here, there'd be no love in the universe. Right. It's like, well, that's nihilism, man, man. You don't believe in like good and bad, <laughs> you know, like, uh, 
So I think, you know, I would invite you to think, are there any nihilistic tendencies in me? And does it make much sense? And was that seven minutes? I doubt it. All right. Enjoy. Oh, wait, music. A little bit of music. I'm not a nihilist. Now. 